Is this to be an empathy test? Capillary dilation of so-called blush response? Fluctuation of the pupil? Involuntary dilation of the iris? We call it for short. Welcome to Geek Fights. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we've got Paul Kowalski. Evening, folks. Chad Derdowski. Hello. And Rob Worley. Hey, everybody. So, what are we fighting about this time, Damon? Uh, this week's fight is Best Crime Lord Ever, as suggested to us by the Computer King the supervillain of podcasting. I apologize again, the uh, Mr. Computer King. It wasn't King something, it is the Computer King. Uh, Mike, how do our fights here work? Well, once again, we have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins, uh, because this is America and this is a democracy. The panel can decide the battle any way they see fit. Who is hotter, stronger, faster, cooler? Uh, in this case, who is more evil? Who is more interesting, better actor? Whatever you want, uh, just use what we call geek logic. Uh, what's geek logic, Mike? Well, geek logic can be explained by this handy message. If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on geek logic, it would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's geek logic. <laughs> Before we get started... I didn't hear anything! There's uh. nothing. Oh, why'd you ruin it for everybody else? They don't Pre-recorded message. The emperor has no clothes. They don't. Before we get started, uh, I want to give the Anne Geyer spoiler warning. We will spoil shit. And uh, this is actually for every episode going forward. We will always spoil things. (laughs) I apologize if things have been spoiled before for you, but they're going to get spoiled. And here we go. We're going to start the fights. Mike, this one is yours. It is Tony Montana versus Oren Ishii from Kill Bill. Uh, I will pick Tony Montana because I want to say hello to his little friend. You want to see his penis? All right. Uh, Paul. Oh, this this is a classic. Got to go with Tony Montana. Oh, Tony. Okay. Chad? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go Tony. Going Tony. Wow, you know, I like Lucy Liu a lot, and she cuts off a guy's head to prove a fucking point. That's awesome. Don't get me wrong, shooting at people all coked up is cool too, but I'm going to give my vote to Oren Ishii. Rob? Yeah, it's a tough one, but I'm going with Oren too. She's got 88 little friends, so she got us the nod. Unfortunately, Tony Montana moves on, and we're on to our next fight. Paul, this one is yours. It is Two-Face versus the Penguin. Well, that's a, it's it's a classic matchup to be sure, but you know I gotta go with the acid scarred gangster over the avian themed fat man. So Two Face it is. I'll vote for Two Face, Chad. Yeah, the penguins always pretty much just been worthless to me. So Two Face. 
vote for Two Face. Yeah, the Penguin is quote unquote worthless, but he's got a pretty badass empire when you think about it. Because now he's a legitimate businessman who ends up fencing shit for the rest of Gotham City's criminals. I kind of like that. I like his empire, so I'm going to go with the Penguin. Rob, uh, I'm calling it for Two Face. I just flipped a coin. <laughs> Mike, you know, I think I will go with Two Face also. Um, you know, other than Danny DeVito, I've never really cared for the Penguin. You like Danny DeVito's Penguin? Okay. <laughs> uh, Two Face wins. That's uh, what she said. Uh, Chad, this fight is yours. All right. It is Nino <laughs> Brown from New Jack City, also known as Wesley Snipes, versus Jabba the Hutt. Uh, you know, I honestly can't remember if I've seen New Jack City or not. Um, I do think Wesley Snipes is pretty cool, but job of the hut, man. I mean, dude, he's a gigantic worm, and he was nailing chicks like Princess Leia. All right, a vote for job of the hut. And, uh, you know, honestly, I don't know if I've seen any of the Star Wars films, so I've got to go with uh, Nino Br- No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm going with job of the hut. Nice. <laughs> Rob? Uh, yeah, I, I got to throw my hand in with job of the hut, too, just because he throws some awesome parties. Yes, he does. Mike? Uh, I will go with Jamba as well, because he uh, he is part of New Jack Galaxy. New Jack Galaxy. Uh, Paul, is it a clean sweep? You know, I, I got to stand up for the Dutta man here and go by virtue of sidekicks. I take him over uh, Bib Fortuna, so I'm going with Neo Brown. Neo, Br- Neo Brown. All right, but Jamba wins. On to our next fight. Uh, it's Pablo Escobar versus Bricktop from Snatch. And I know most people don't remember that, that gangster from Snatch, but uh, he has one of my favorite lines, which is, uh, always beware of a man who has a pig farm. Because 22 <laughs> men and 22 pigs can consume a man in 15 minutes. Hair and all. And I love that fucking speech, so I gotta go with Bricktop. Rob? Uh, Yeah. I uh, am really uh, having a tough time calling this one, but I'm going to go with Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Mike? Uh, I will go with Pablo as well. Uh, I don't even remember Snatch. Well, I know it's been a long time since you've been laid, but uh, all right. uh, Paul? I'm not even a touch not remembering Snatch, but I'll go with Pablo Escobar as well. All right. And Chad? Pablo Escobar, indeed. Pablo Escobar, moving on. Uh, next fight. Rob, this one is yours. It is Kaiser Sose versus Bill the Butcher. Uh, well, Bill the Butcher is, is such an awesome, scary villain, but um, he's a very passionate, emotional villain, and Kaiser Sose would just mind-screw the shit out of him. I, I, I give it to Kaiser here. A vote for Kaiser Sose, Mike. I will pick Kaiser Soze because Kaiser is a cooler name than Bill. Okay. Uh, Paul? Uh, You know, if it were a knife fight, I'd go with Bill the Butcher, but I don't think uh, Kaiser will ever find himself in that position. So, Kaiser Soze. Vote for Kaiser Soze. Chad? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to discount anything anybody said before, and I don't think it matters at this point, but... um... Kaiser Soze, badass, whatever. We're talking Bill the Butcher from Gangs of New York, right? Exactly. The dude looked like, the, like he looked like the fox from Pinocchio and shit. Had that glass eye that he'd tap with a knife. I, I mean, how would you not vote for him? That guy's fucking amazing. 
So a vote for Bill the Butcher. And uh, Kaiser Jose, does he even exist or was he just like a fucking coffee mug and shit? (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Spoiler alert. Kevin Spacey being the bad guy at the end of that movie was awesome. But was he actually Kaiser Sose or was there no such thing as Kaiser Sose, which I don't believe there was. I'm going to vote for Bill the Butcher, even though Kaiser is moving on. And we're on our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Marcellus Wallace from Pulp Fiction versus Clarence Bodicker, Bodicker from RoboCop. Uh, Marcellus Wallace will go down in history as the best back of the head in, uh, in any movie. So I'm going to vote for him. All right, a vote for Marcellus Wallace, Paul. You know, I like the the, the back of the head is a good criteria, but you know, on, only Clarence Boddicker has managed to go toe to toe with both RoboCop and Ashton Kutcher. So I'm going with uh, Clarence Boddicker. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ch- Chad. Yeah, I I don't recall. Was there a scene where Clarence Boddicker got fucked in the ass? <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I'm going to go Clarence Boddicker. All right, vote for Clarence. Yes, you're right. Clarence did not get fucked in the ass, but he also did not sell his soul, maybe, to the devil. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Marcellus Wallace for that. And it's all tied up and going to you, Rob. Who do you have? Uh, you know, Clarence Boddicker is, is pretty badass, but he's only got like four henchmen and. Marcellus Wallace has people all over the world popping out of bowls and rice and stuff. So I'm going with Marcellus. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> Moving on. And we've got our next fight. Paul, this one is yours. It is Lex Luthor versus Johnny Dangerously. Well, I, I do appreciate a man who can survive an encounter with an 88 Magnum, but you can, you can only compare that to the Man of Steel so many times. I say Lex needs to move on right now. For Lex, Chad. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's Lex Luthor. No doubt, no doubt. No, it's gotta be Lex <laughs> Luthor. You're right. There's absolutely no doubt. It's Lex Luthor. Rob. Yeah, this is pretty lopsided. I, I can't even uh, make an argument in favor of Johnny Dangerously. Uh, let's go with Lex Luthor. Another vote for Lex. Mike, is it a clean sweep? Uh, no, just because I don't want it to be a clean sweep. I'll vote for Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> You're the one who put Lex Luthor on the list. I'll get to vote for him again. Okay, okay. <laughs> Chad, this one is yours. Yes. It is The Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Vern Schilling- Schillinger <sighs> from Oz. This is a fucking hard one because I'm sure you guys know I love The Shredder, but... um. Schillinger, man, Jesus, that guy's just fucking horrifying. It, it was a hard, it was hard watching Spider Man. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm gonna go Schillinger, but, but with all due respect to the Shredder, it, you know, uh, it is, it is kind of scary. But I'm pretty sure I'm never going to end up in jail being raped by neo Nazis. <laughs> better hope not. Well, no, no, I'm a black guy, so I'm pro. Probably they're probably not going to put their dicks in me. Probably, I'm just. It might just to prove a point, Damon. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the only thing they're going to put in me is a shiv. So I'm not that scared of that in prison because anybody could do that. I'm going to go with the shredder because, well, it's a fucking shredder. He's badass. Uh, I'm going to go back to my childhood. Uh, Rob, this one's you. Uh, go ahead. Who you got? Yeah, the shredder's pretty badass. I mean, he gets his hands dirty and stuff, and he's got the foot, but. Vern gets his hands dirty and, and other parts dirty as well. 
And uh, he, he runs his whole show from within prison. So I think, you know, he's pretty resourceful. I'm going with Schillinger. All right, Mike. You know, I've, I've never seen Oz, but I really do like Munchkins and that Lollipop gang. Uh, they were some bad motherfuckers. So I will go with Vern Schillinger. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Paul? Uh, I, I've actually lost count of the votes at this point, so I don't know if this counts. But uh, as far as Vern goes, yeah, he's in prison, but he's a big fish in a little pond, and he's the yellow M&M. So I have to go with the Shredder. Going with the Shredder, but Vern moves on. Uh, next fight. Uh it's Al Capone, Al Capone versus Casanova Frankenstein from Mystery Men. And as much as I love Jeffrey Rush, I do. He's really fun, uh, especially in that movie. Al Capone has been played good at least once in the 8,000 times he's been out there. So I'm going to go with Al Capone. Rob? Uh, let's see. Casanova Frankenstein's nemesis is uh, Captain Amazing. And then the mystery man and Al Capone's nemesis is, is is the tax collector. I'm going with Casanova Frankenstein. Casanova Frankenstein, Mike. Uh, I will go with Al Capone, especially if he has a baseball bat. Okay, Paul. Actually, having just caught up on my Boardwalk Empire uh, DVRing, uh, Al Capone, hands down. Another vote for Al and Chad. Doesn't matter at this point, does it? But it I'd does. Still, oh, every well, vote, I'd still say Al Capone. Every vote matters. I'd still say Al Capone. Yeah. Al Capone wins. Yeah. Mystery Man. What? Mystery Man is a fucking awesome movie. I, it's been a long time, but I didn't like it when I watched it. Oh, <laughs> I'd yeah. give it another shot. Give it another shot. It's I, fun. I, you are lame, sir. See? I'll give it another fucking shot. <laughs> Uh, Rob, on to our next fight. This one is yours. It is Al Swearingen from Deadwood versus Boss Hog from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, no question. Swearingen. He will he he will fist fight Boss Hog to the death. Yeah, Al Swearingen. Al Swearingen. Uh Mike. Uh, I'm gonna go with Boss Hog because there is no deadlier foe than two Duke boys. And Boss Hog was able to uh do battle with them. So, Boss Hog. Paul? Well, I gotta go with Al Swearingen only, if for no other reason, to see how many times we work the word cocksucker into this discussion from here on out. So, <laughs> let's deadwood it. All right, uh, cocksucker Chad. <laughs> yeah, Boss Hog uh, moved up from his small-time southern roots, started selling shine with the New York Syndicate. He ran a bar, pretty much ran a city, uh, or at least a small town. So, Boss Hog. See, they, they are... I, I've also never watched that. <laughs> that, that's exactly. They are identical characters. Only yeah, I, I've never seen an episode of Deadwood, so I have no clue. Only Al Schweringen says cocksucker way more. <laughs> he has prostitutes, and uh, he has men that will kill you. And he and, and he has a, a Chinaman. He says Chinaman <laughs> that, that says nothing but cocksucker. And what else does he say? I can't remember. Oh, this is so hard. I, I want to vote for Boss Hog. I, I, I believe it, I, Damon, I believe it was White Cocksucker. I think that was the yeah, but, extent of his <laughs> vocabulary. Duke Boys. Duke Boys. That's Roscoe. You can't count Roscoe. Duke Holy Boys. Holy shit. I want to vote for both of them. 
I, I <laughs> ah, shit. You know what? I'm going to vote for Boss Hog. I'm going to vote for Boss Hog. Uh, even though my, ah, uh, no, I went against my heart. I went against my heart before. My heart says Al Schwerengen. I, I went against it before, and I felt bad for weeks. I'm going Al yes. Schwerengen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Boss Hog. Al Schwerengen moves on. And uh, we're on our next fight. Mike, oh, you've never watched The Wire. This is a nothing but wire for you. It is Marlo Stansfield versus Avon Barksdale. Uh, I will go with Avon Barksdale. For no apparent reason. <laughs> For no apparent reason. Okay, Paul? You know, I wikied my way through this and two of probably the longest Wikipedia articles I've ever seen on fictional characters. And uh, i got to go with Stanfield on this one. Marlo. Uh, Chad? Um, sorry, I'm eating a peanut butter cracker. Um, I've never watched The Wire, but Avon Barksdale is a pretty cool name. So... <laughs> A vote for Avon. Um, I have watched The Wire like three times because it's a great fucking show. And Avon Barksdale was a cool first first round crime boss. Marlo Stansfield took it to a whole different level. He was making bodies disappear, and they, the show is about homicide. They're trying to find you know dead guys, and he's a drug dealer who makes dead people just disappear. They find out later that he's been killing people with a nail gun. Well, he has. His people have been killing people with nail guns and leaving their bodies in the abandoned houses that are all around the city. That's why they were never able to find them. So I've got to go with Marlo because he's way more badass because he avoided the police altogether. Avon's in jail. Uh, Rob, it's all tied up and going to you. Yeah, you pretty much said it there. Avon's a, a great uh, crime lord and uh, ran his crew well for years, but Marlowe is a calculating son of a bitch, and he was eight moves ahead of everybody in that show. So Marlowe Stanfield for the win. Marlowe gets the win, and we are moving on, Paul. This one is yours. It is Walter White from Breaking Bad versus Grindel. Hey, <laughs> But funny thing about that suggestion. All right, I, I do enjoy Breaking Bad. I think the, you know, they took the often overtold and hackneyed story of a chemistry teacher becoming a drug dealer, and really injected something new into it. But I have to go with Grendel. Great costume, good attitude, and eventually founded basically a religion. So let's go with Grendel. Oh, for Grendel, Chad. Yeah, are we? We're talking about the, the comic book Grendel, right? That is correct. Not like the crazy monster, or whatever. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> he's not well, really a crime lord. Isn't well, he's a criminal, isn't he? No, no he's I mean, a monster. crazy monster. Yeah. No, Grendel in the comics with the yes. mask. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Grendel. <laughs> all, all that for Grendel. Um, I love Malcolm in the Middle, and I loved. Uh, Brian Cranston as the dad on Malcolm in the Middle because he reminded me, not in looks, but in actions, of my father. So when I watch him on Breaking Bad doing those things, I kind of see my dad doing those things freakily. So I'm going to go with Walter White. Rob? Yeah, I don't remember any great scenes in Grendel of him running around in his underwear. Um, So i got to go with Walter White, too. He's pretty awesome. Another vote for Walter White. All tied up going to you, Mike. Uh, I will give it to Grendel just for that badass mask. 
Rindle because he's got a badass mask. All right. Next fight, Chad. This is yours. Oh shit. It's it's from the uh, what is it? Growing universe. It's Fat Tony from The Simpsons versus Don Bot from Futurama. Hmm. Well, you know they're both awesome, and in Futurama's day, it was uh, kicking The Simpsons' ass. But Fat Tony just kind of has a—he's got a history behind him, you know. He's got a legacy, so I'll go Fat Tony. I'll go for Fat Tony, and you're right—he does have a legacy. But Donbot kills things. Fat Tony, I've never seen actually kill anybody. Donbot does. How good he is! Yeah, Donbot does on screen. I got, and he's got clamps. Clamp, clamp. I love clamps. I thought so. that was one of his uh, people. Yeah, I, I know it's one of his people. His name is Clamps. That's his name. It's Clamps. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Rob. Uh, well, you know, NSYNC was pretty huge in the 90s, and, and Joey Fatoni was a big part of that, so I'm going with Fatoni. Fatoni. Mike? I am also going to go with Fatoni. I think he is a fantastic Italian stereotype. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Paul? I, I love that this battle is actually preceding the Corleone on Corleone crime. It will be <laughs> the uh, the first round battle coming next. Uh just to break up the uh, the uh, Italian bashing, let's go with uh, Don Bot. Don Bot is Italian bashing too, just slightly different. Well, Don Bot's a machine. I, I'm 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 reaching at straws here, Damon. All, all right, accept all right. my straw. <laughs> I accept your straw. Fat Tony moves on. On to our next fight. It's Vito Corleone versus Michael Corleone. And uh, if you've listened to the podcast, you know I don't like the Godfather series at all, but. I will say that Vito is a much more honorable guy. He he treats the the, the crime world like a uh, like his crime lord, his crime family like an actual family. Whereas Michael treats it like a business, and he will shoot you in the face if you fuck up. Vito will shoot you in the face too, but well, no, he'll probably shoot you in the gut. But he'd apologize, like sorry, you you broke the rules. I've got to kill you, so I got to go with Vito. Rob. Yeah, you know, Vito was in one movie and Michael was in, in three, so Michael wins. Wow. My- Vito was technically in two movies. Yeah, well, there's a flashback in the second one. Mike? <laughs> uh, this is this is actually really tough in one sense, because you're talking Robert De Niro and uh, Marlon Brando versus Al Pacino, and, uh, you know, that's some serious acting chops. But... Uh, Michael Corleone whacked his brother, so I'm going to give it to him. I'll vote for Michael, Paul. Yeah, we're not we're not talking about the guy you really want to have over for dinner. So I have to go with Michael. I mean, that he handles it is business, and he handles business. Vote for Michael and Chad. Yeah, um, you know, I I probably like Vito better, but Michael is a fucking badass. So. I'll give him my vote as well. A vote for Michael. All right, Michael moves on. Next fight. Rob, this one is yours. It is Kingpin. And, and yes, that Kingpin from Spider-Man, Daredevil, and all the rest. Versus... <laughs> not Bill Murray. No, not Woody Harrelson or what's-his-face. Exactly. <laughs> <Randy> Quaid. <laughs> I vote Randy Quaid to the top. <laughs> versus uh, Frank Costello from The Departed. Yeah. Um... Gosh, Kingpin's nemesis are Daredevil, Spider-Man, The Punisher, 
And Frank Costello's are uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Marky Mark. I got to go with Kingpin. A vote for Kingpin. Uh, Mike? Uh, yeah, you know, as, as a fat man, I have to give it to the Kingpin because he is a role model for fat men everywhere. <laughs> he's not fat. He's gigantic. Uh, Paul? The man can work a white sport coat. Kingpin. <laughs> Chad? Yeah, uh, Rob convinced me with his first argument right there, but it's it's Kingpin all the way. And uh, I'm going to go Frank Costello just so it's not a clean sweep for the Queen Kingpin. No other reason than that. It, it Kingpin's in the next round. And, I thought you uh, weren't voting against your heart anymore. There's a lot of spite in this particular geek fight. <laughs> oh, it's evil. Well, no, no. I'm not voting against my heart. and I, I have no heart in this one, especially since Kingpin's already moving on. If Kingpin wasn't, it, it was between the two, it was tied up, I'd go Kingpin. But, uh, but you know who the victor is. Right. I already know. <laughs> He's already moving on. And we're at our last fight of the first round. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is Tony Soprano versus Joe Cabot from uh, Reservoir Dogs. I will pick Tony Soprano just because the ending of The Sopranos pissed so many people off. And that is a crime lord. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Paul? You know, yeah, it did piss a lot of people off. But much, you know, The Sopranos end only left you wondering if one guy died. Uh, Reservoir Dogs is up to basically wondering if four guys died. Joe Cabot. I'll vote for Joe. Chad? Yeah, that's uh, both of those arguments are correct, but I'm going to say Joe Cabot. Only with Joe. Um, He's just cooler. I like Tony, though. I, I, I didn't watch all The Sopranos. I watched like the first three seasons and the finale. And, and if not for the... I, I, rock band moment where Michael uh, also known as Professor Profane turning off the TV and p- nobody else was there. He pissed off so many people when he did that because we were playing the same song and so I gotta go with Tony Soprano for that one and our last fight of the first round is tied up and going to you Rob. Who is it? Holy cow, the responsibility um, yeah I mean Joe Cabot looks like the thing from Fantastic Four so Joe Cabot for the win <laughs> <laughs> Joe Cabot because he looks like the thing all right. Uh, moving into the next round, we've got Tony Montana, Two-Face, Jabba the Hutt, Pablo Escobar, Kaiser Soze, Marcellus Wallace, Lex Luthor, Vern Schillinger, Al Capone, Al Schweringen, uh, Marlo Stansfield, Grendel, Fat Tony, Michael Corleone, Kingpin, and Joe Cabot. And we'll be back right after this short message. McGruff here. See that guy? He's stealing that bike. Now, see that lady? Bike theft. She's calling the cops. This is Mimi Marth, part of the Eyes and Ears Patrol of Hartford, Connecticut. There's 126 of them. Regular people like you and me, working together against crime. Here's another one. Albert Bell. Yesterday, it was his turn to patrol. Halfway down a block... Albert sees a strange man nosing around a Barnett's basement window. jacket. So Albert calls the cops fast. And the cops pick the guy up fast. Way to go, Albert. You know, when it comes to preventing crime, people like Mamie and Albert really make a difference. So could a person like you. Find out more. Write to Box 6600 Rockville, Maryland and help uh, take a bite out of crime. 
And we are back. Uh, we've got not necessarily, it's not really even a new segment anymore. We've got a segment. It's uh, What's Your Geek Cred? And we're going to start off with Paul Kowalski. What is your geek cred, sir? Well, I think my geek cred rests primarily on the fact I've been the uh, doing the comic collecting thing since uh, June of 1987, and uh, just been a genre fan of everything else since then, sci-fi, horror, what have you, uh, though comics and the Bat comics is probably my, my uh, focus, I guess. All right, and what do you do for a living, sir? Oh, I, I am a social worker do, working in the Wayne County foster care system. Oh, dear Lord. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, my karmic balance sheet is clean. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, Mr. Dardowski, Mr. Chad Dardowski, what is your geek cred, sir? Um, if my... Mind-blowing insights in this episode haven't already clued you in. You could. Uh, I'm, I'm also a shameless whore, um, and you can find me at the Zod Complex podcast, where I espouse many, many opinions and insights into the world of comic books. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember a time when I wasn't reading comic books, and I can't remember a time when I wasn't watching Star Wars, uh, and it all expands from there. Uh, and there you have it. And you can find me at mania.com. Plug, 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 and, plug, uh, plug, plug. What do you do for a living there, Chad? I am a lab tech at the University of Michigan. Really? I had no idea. Yeah. I uh, handle slides and specimens and biopsies and things like that. That's, that's kind of awesome and creepy at the same time. I get to yeah. see surgeries. Yeah, I, I saw a fucking leg... I saw the flesh and muscle being removed from, like, a leg today. Wow, thanks. Thanks. That's yeah. sweet. I don't... I, yeah. It's, like, 35-pound yeah. tumors, things like that, like, sev- uh, severed fingers, stuff like that. It's pretty... Yeah. You know, uh, average... So I read comic books. <laughs> while doing that. Okay. <laughs> and our final guest, Mr. Robert Worley. What is your geek cred, sir? Uh, well, I am also an avid reader of of the comic books uh, since a young age, and also uh, uh, enjoy the movies since a young age, and combine those two interests into a website called Comics to Film in the late 90s, which uh, got popular for a while and is now part of Mania.com, uh, and I also write comic books, uh, and I have a new comic out in stores called Scratch 9. Go buy it. Scratch nine. But I'm probably most famous for being um, the Flash in in the local TV commercial for comics and more. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and and comic book writing is your living, or do you do something else between uh, writing the comics to film column for Mania and writing the funny books? Uh, yeah, that's what I do for a living. Badass. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna jump back into the fights now. We're into round two. Thanks a lot, guys, for letting us know who you are. And we're going right to you, Paul, right off the top. It's Tony Montana versus Two-Face. Who you got? Tony Montana versus Two-Face. These are some both hardcore customers right there. But uh, Tony Montana always knew what he wanted to do. He didn't need to leave it up to a flip of a coin. Tony Montana, I think, has to move on. I'll vote for Tony Montana. Chad. 
Yeah, Tony Montana's Scarface, right? Yep. Yeah. We are we voting for a line of clothing here? No. Um. Yeah. No. I. I honestly, I'm just more of a Batman fan. Uh. So I'm gonna go Two Face. Just uh. That's my thing. Yeah, going with Two Face, and I, uh, while I like Two Face in the animated series, and pretty much only in the animated series, um, I like cocaine a little bit better. Never done it, mind you, but I just love mountains and mountains of it's cocaine. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it, it looks awesome, so I'm going to go with Tony Montana. Rob? Yeah, I mean, Two-Face is, is probably my favorite Batman villain, but I just don't hear a lot of people walking around quoting Two-Face, and everybody quotes Tony Montana. So Tony Montana gets it, in my opinion. Tony Montana. Mike? Mike? I will also go with Tony Montana. Two-Face is a great villain. Uh, I think his place in Batman's rogues gallery uh, is is great. He's a good uh, foil to Batman. He kind of is, uh, you know, the other side of the coin, no pun intended. But um, Tony Montana is a better crime boss, so I'm going to go with him. All right, uh, Tony Montana, moving on. Uh, Chad, this fight is yours. It is Jabba oh, the Hutt versus Pablo Escobar. Um, they seem kind of comparable, but uh, I'm still more of a Jabba the Hutt. He's just nasty, and he's just a big old fat worm and shit. He's awesome. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. Um, Jabba threatened to have people killed. Pablo killed cities. <laughs> so, and, and he basically ran Colombia uh, in movies and in real life. So I've got to go with Pablo. Rob? Roblo? Um, boy, I don't know. Pablo Escobar almost uh, ruined the career of that, that kid on Entourage. Um, <laughs> that kind of upset me. So I'm going with Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt, Medellin. Mike? You know, Pablo may have ruled Colombia, but Jabba ruled Tatooine. And uh, I don't recall Pablo Escobar having his greatest nemesis frozen in carbonite and hung on his wall. So, Jabba. Uh, carbonite does not exist. Paul! You know, uh, Pablo Escobar did many things. He never managed to cage the Rancor. So... <laughs> Jabba takes him right there. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt, moving on. On to our next fight. We've got Kaiser Soze versus Marcellus Wallace. And as I said before, there is no proof that Kaiser Soze ever actually existed. Yes, Kevin Spacey was the big boss, the big guy, the head honcho, but his name may not have been Kaiser Soze. It might have been the name of what the 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 what was his name? Oh, I can't remember his name right now. It might, that verbal might, Kent. Thank you. It might be. It might be verbal. But I'm gonna go with Marcellus because he got fucked in the ass, and then he didn't he use a, a was it a sword that he killed the guys that fucked him in the ass with? I think that it was, was Butch. A, Butch is the one who wielded the sword, not oh. Marcellus. What did Marcellus? What did Marcellus do to them? Oh wait, we don't know because he, he threatened to get medieval. Yeah, and he yeah, closed the yeah. door. They closed the door and they fucked his ass up. So I got to go, with Marcellus, uh, Rob. Yeah, I got to tell you, I've been plagued by what you said in the first round about Kaiser Soze possibly not even existing. It's really like cast doubt on all my faith in Kaiser Soze. So I'm going with Marcellus Wallace. I think you're right about that. Marcellus Wallace, Mike. 
Uh, I am going to go uh, with Kaiser Soze precisely for the reason that you give. <laughs> Thank you. Because nothing is more powerful than a fictional character. <laughs> All right, Paul. Uh, I hate to jump on uh, Mike's coattails there, but if you can convince people that you don't exist, you're you're, you're going to outlast anyone who actually has a mugshot. So Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. And it's all tied up and going to you, Chad. It's, uh, it, they said exactly what I was going to say. Absolutely. All right. Kaiser Soze all the way. Kaiser Soze moves on. On to our next fight. Rob, this is yours. Hey, it's a bald white guy versus a bald white guy. Lex <laughs> Luthor versus Vern Schillinger. Oh, wow. Yeah, Lex Luthor versus Vern Schillinger. I, I, you know, I got a lot of faith in Vern Schillinger, but honestly, like, Lex Luthor is is uh the superman of supervillains so i gotta go with lex luther okay. it's gonna be hard to top him and and uh and no white supremacist is gonna do that I'll vote for lex mike if if the last couple of years have taught us anything that is there is no greater villain no greater criminal than the businessman i'm giving it to lex I'll vote for lex paul you know, Vern controlled his empire through cigarettes and chocolate bars. Lex can move millions. Lex Luthor. A vote for Lex Luthor, Chad. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna second every single one of those things. Uh, Lex Luthor is Lex Luthor. He's got a green power suit. A <laughs> vote for Lex, and I'm gonna go with Vern. Lex hasn't fucked anybody in the ass. Yes, he has. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Let's rephrase that. Lex hasn't fucked any dudes in the ass. Yeah, we know he, he's fucked his robot Lois Lane in the ass. I know he does that. But uh, Vern, Vern, even though he's not going to move on, Lex is. What about Ned on. Beatty? You don't think he fucked Ned Beatty in the I ass? Don't count, I don't Everybody's count fucked Ned Beatty in the ass. <laughs> I don't count I Lex Money down that Lex Luthor fucked Ned Beatty in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lex Luthor wins. I gave a vote to Vern. We're moving on. Mike, this is yours. It is Al Capone versus Al Swearingen. Uh, the Battle of the Owls. Uh, you know, I will give it to Al Capone. I actually uh, forgot uh, what Paul had mentioned earlier about uh, Al's place on the show Boardwalk Empire. And uh, I really like that show a lot, so I will give that to Al Capone. Paul? Well... Yeah, I, I I thank Mike for checking my logic on that one, but now that we come down to Al v. Al, uh, I'm going to go with pure charisma. I got to go with Al Swearingen. Oh, for Swearingen. Chad? Cocksucker? What? <laughs> <laughs> I have never watched Deadwood, so it's Al Capone. A vote for Al Capone. I have, Cocksucker. Watched <laughs> cocksucker, 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 Deadwood. And uh, those of you that have watched Deadwood know that cocksucker is like the key word. And, you know, Al Capone, Al Capone has been the best crime lord for a very long time. It's time for his reign to, of terror to end. And I'm going to vote for Al Swearingen. It's all tied up and going to you, Rob. Wow. And neither one of these guys have been engaging in any kind of buggery. Um, but if they were, Al Swearingen could describe it way better than Al Capone is. So I, I'm going with Al, Al Swearingen. Al Swearingen taking down Al Capone. Cocksucker! Cocksucker! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
on to our next fight. Paul, this is yours. It is Marlo Stanfield versus Grindel. Well, I, I do admire uh, Marlo's uh, industriousness in managing the western part of Baltimore, but uh, <laughs> Grendel managed to unite the entire East Coast, including, presumably, Baltimore, Boston, Washington, D.C., and everything else. So Grendel will take out Stanfield any day of the week. A vote for Grendel, Chad. And Grendel had that sweet mask. So... <laughs> Grendel. You already said that. <laughs> no, Mike said it. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Still got to go with Marlo. Marlo, as you said, as uh, Paul said before, eight steps ahead of everybody else. He's ridiculously awesome, and he got away with it. He walked away clean, walked away with a shit ton of money in his pocket, and just walked away from it. The one thing that most crime lords can't do. Like, oh, no, I've got to make more money. He was like, fuck this. I've got enough money. I don't want to go to jail. I'm going to get out of the game when I can. And I'm, I'm going to go with Marlo. I just love Marlo. Uh, Rob? Yeah, I mean, like, the last thing we see of Marlo is um, is him uh, standing off two, two young thugs barehanded. And we don't really know what happens. So we know that Grendel uh, goes on for hundreds of years and founds his own religious cult. Uh, but I think Marlo might do the same, uh, given enough time. We just don't know where the wire goes after the fifth season. So I'm going with Marlo Stanfield. Marlo and Grindel are tied. It comes down to you, Mike. Where are you going? I'm going with Grendel. Grendel fought Batman. <laughs> Marlo did not fight Batman. You are correct. Grendel moves on. <laughs> and we're at, at our next fight. Chad, this one is yours. It is Fat Tony versus Michael Corleone. Hmm. Um, you know, Fat Tony's never really been one of my favorite parts of The Simpsons. And uh, Godfather had two really sweet fucking movies. So, Michael Corleone. Uh, from Michael Corleone. And I'm going to go with Fat Tony. I just like, uh, what's his name? Oh, Joe, Joe Mantain. I like Joe Mantain <laughs> just a little bit better. Uh, Rob? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, boy, every time he thinks he's out, they keep pulling him back in, so we gotta pull Michael Corleone up a notch. Alright, Mike, are you gonna vote for Mike? Yes, I am. Godfather is, uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, as I've said many times. Uh, I will vote for Michael Corleone. And Paul? Well, Damon, I don't understand what football has to do with this, nor your your inexplicable love for Joe Montana. But, no, Montaigne, uh, or whatever his name is. <laughs> My, I got Michael Corleone it is. Michael Corleone moving on to the next fight, or next round, and uh, we're on our next fight. It is the Kingpin versus Joe Cabot from Reservoir Dogs, and I've got to go with the man who went toe-to-toe with Daredevil. and Did he fight the Hulk? I think he might have fought the Hulk. <laughs> I believe Joe Cabot fought the Hulk, yes. Joe Cabot did not <laughs> fight the Hulk. I'm talking about the Kingpin. The Kingpin is, is really awesome, so I, I got to go Kingpin. Rob? Yeah, um, I don't think Joe Cabot has a walking stick with a giant diamond on the top of it, so uh, I got to go with the Kingpin, too. A vote for Kingpin. Mike? 
Yeah, I'm going to stick with the kingpin. I mean, they they stabbed him. He came back. They blinded him. He got his sight back. His son turned against him. He whacked him. Got to be the kingpin. Uh, another vote for kingpin. Paul. Well, it was Joe's way or the highway. But the kingpin had more guys. Kingpin. For Kingpin, is it a clean sweep, Chad? It is absolutely a clean sweep. Don't kill my dad! Don't kill my dad! Eh, you're bad, you're oh. bad. You ain't the fucking Kingpin. <laughs> to, to that end, though, do you like the guy who sired a son who wears a lavender mask or the one who likes tracksuits? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to change my vote. No longer a clean sweep. I'm going to the cabin, but Kingpin still moves on. <laughs> What if I took this mask and dyed it purple? <laughs> something something weird about that. Uh, we are on to our next fight. Rob, this is one is yours. This is for a spot in the final four. It is Tony Montana versus Jabba the Hutt. Oh, wow. Yeah, both formidable opponents here. Both with vast empires at their disposal. But uh, Jabba the Hutt has that cool flying ship that he can take out over the desert. So I, I like Jabba for this one. A vote for Jabba, Mike. Yeah, you know, I'm going to stick with Jabba as well because Tony Montana may have imagined he had a little tiny rodent thing sitting on his shoulder talking to him, but Jabba actually did. All right. Paul? Well. You know, when it came down to them, you know, meeting their final comeuppance, uh, Tony needed like an army of guys with rocket launchers and machine guns to take him down. Java, well, an upset service girl with a chain. So, Tony Montana. I'll vote for Tony. Chad? When I think of Scarface, all I think of is T-shirts, you know, that fucking black and white and red picture, and everybody has that picture now, and man, maybe that's a sign of his power, but fuck it, I still say he annoys me, and I say Jabba the Hutt. Vote for Jabba. And uh, I'm going to go with Tony Montana, because uh, they didn't, uh, well, Jabba the Hutt doesn't swear, number one. Number two, if Jabba Hutt did swear, they wouldn't replace the swear words like with like pineapple if he said pussy and you know frolic if he said fuck. I, I just love that about Tony Montana. But Jabba the Hutt is moving on and into the final four. Mike, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> nice. That was kind of creepy. That wasn't Mike. Mike, this one is yours. It is Kaiser Sose versus Lex Luthor. Uh, how did we wind up with Kevin Spacey versus Kevin Spacey? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to pick Kevin Spacey. <laughs> uh, which Kevin Spacey? Uh, actually, I'm I'm going to pick Kaiser Soze. I, I may be a big Superman fan, and I think uh, Lex is is awesome. But you know, Lex, after all this time, has not managed to take care of Superman, despite having untold amounts of kryptonite at his disposal. All right, a vote for Kaiser Soze, Paul. You know, I, I got to actually, that, that's a very appealing bit of geek logic there, Mike. Um, Lex has the wealth of nations and was president and still can't handle his business. Kaiser Soze has one, like, weird, you know, lanky attorney and settles all his accounts by the end of the movie. So Kaiser Soze takes Lex. 
A vote for Kaiser. Chad? Um, you know, I agree with both of your arguments, but at the, at the same time, Luthor may have never uh, actually taken Superman out, but he's still gotten away scot-free. He's done all these things. He's been busted. He's gone to prison, and he's still walking around. So uh, I'm going to go Lex Luthor. See, and you, you said the key word right there. He's been busted. He's gone to prison. Kaiser Soze has never been busted, may not exist, as I said before, <laughs> and it's, has not been to prison. He, he hasn't been. He's gotten away with everything that he's done, and he's made it so they think other people did it. That's how badass he is. So, uh, unfor- you know, even though Lex Luthor is a businessman and, you know, businessmen are evil, I've got to go with Kaiser Soze. Uh, Rob? Yeah, I don't know. A lot of compelling arguments on in favor of Kaiser Soze there. Um, he's making a much stronger showing than I expected. But, you know, he lives his life in the shadows, and he just he can't be himself. And Lex Luthor is Lex Luthor, and he lives it, and everybody knows it. And the guy was president of the United States. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty huge. I'm going with Lex Luthor. Yeah, you are. You know, that is kind of gangster, just to, you know, basically steal an election and become president. But... Kaiser Soze moves on into the final four. Paul, this next fight is yours. It is Al Swearingen versus Grendel. Well, I, I've got uh, I've got a lot invested in both these guys. I said Al's got a, like I said before. Al's got a lot of charisma, cocksucker. but Cox that <laughs> that cocksucker had undeniable charisma. However, uh, his. Uh, his vocabulary tendencies aside, Grendel didn't run a town. He ran an entire coast. He had the cool mask. He fought a werewolf multiple times, basically. And why did he do it? Not because he liked being a bad guy. Not because he wanted to make a lot of money. He was, a, he was like a Pulitzer Prize winning author, an Olympic caliber fencer. And everything else just bored him. And he was that much better than everyone else, and he just wanted to rub it in their noses. And that's a villain. So, Grendel. Grendel gets your vote. Chad? Paul is 110% right. And it's also true that while I've read very little Grendel, I've seen even less Deadwood. (laughs) So, Grendel (laughs) continues to win. Grendel gets another vote. Uh, cocksucker, 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 cocksucker. Um, I love Al Swearingen. I really do. I watched other shows because I watched that horrible fucking movie with, uh, what was it? Hot, hot, oh, god damn it, where he was the Daredevil, the Saturday Night Live kid. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't remember. Hot Rod? Hot Rod. I watched Hot Rod because he was the dad in that movie. That's how much I love the actor that plays Al Swearingen and how much I love Al Swearingen. He's just a a very charismatic criminal. And had he had the means that Grendel had, he would have done the same thing. He could have done the same thing. So I'm going to go with Al Swearingen. Rob? Yeah, you're right, Damon. He he built uh, the town of Deadwood up from the mud and defended it single-handedly for, for many years. Um, yeah, a guy coming from nothing and doing that. I'm going with Al Swearingen as well. It's all tied up and going to you, Mike. Uh, Al Swearingen was never drawn by Matt Wagner, so I'll give it uh-huh. to Grendel. Uh, yes, he was. 
when? Uh, in 1986, I believe. I can't remember the name of the story, uh, because Deadwood is a real place, and actually Al Swergen, I believe, was a real guy. Uh, no, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> there was one panel in Mage where something I was about to go to Wikipedia. <laughs> no. I know, I'm starting to look that up. <laughs> no, uh, Grindle does win, going into the final four. And for our last spot in the final four, uh, Chad, this one is yours. It is Michael Corleone versus the Kingpin. Michael Corleone versus the fucking Kingpin. That's the hardest one ever. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> but, uh, oh, back and forth. Do I love the Marvel comics? Do I love the fucking Godfather? They're both so awesome. Um, Michael Corleone. A vote for Michael Corleone. And uh, you know what? I'm going to make you two votes for Michael Corleone. Not that I don't love the Kingpin. I do like the Kingpin a lot, but there's just there's just something about Michael Corleone. He's kind of he's he's more ruthless than the Kingpin is, and I I know that's actually saying a lot if you've read the Kingpin. So I I, I'm resist. I'm going to go with Michael Corleone, Rob. Nah, I got to stick with the Kingpin on this. Uh, you know, he's he's lost his he's supposedly lost his empire so many times. And he's just up and running again like two weeks later as the Kingpin of Crime. You can you can bust him down. You can send him into exile. He'll be back two weeks later as the Kingpin of Crime. You can't stop him. He's a Kingpin. All right. A vote for Kingpin. Mike? This really is the, the toughest fight we've uh, come up with so far. And I think I'm going to stick with Michael Corleone. Um, he killed his brother-in-law or had his brother-in-law killed while he was at his brother-in-law's uh, son's, his nephew's uh, baptism. Uh, and he killed a whole bunch of other people at the same time, too. But uh, I think that's that's pretty twisted. The kingpin has a little bit of honor. I'll go with Michael Corleone. Uh, vote for Corleone. And Paul. You know, I think it's out of everybody's hands right now. But, uh, you know, when it came down to... Uh, Kingpin had Daredevil and the Punisher, but you know what? Michael Corleone showed Mo Green what for. So, Michael or Michael Corleone definitely the more cold cold blooded of the two. I think he would uh, get past in the gang war. All right, Michael Corleone in the final four, and we've got our final four. It's all locked up. It's Jabba the Hutt versus Kaiser Soze, and the Grindel versus Michael Corleone. And uh, we're going to go to uh, Chad on this one. Uh, Jabba the Hutt versus Kaiser Soze. Who do you have? Uh, Kaiser Soze blew my mind when I was introduced to him. But Jabba the Hutt has been blowing the wig back since 1983. And he has been with me my whole life. The motherfucker's awesome. And uh, he sits around and smokes out of this huge bong with frogs in it all day. (laughs) You know, uh, he's just he's it's Jabba, man. So your vote is for Jabba because he's got a frog bong. Okay, well, and among that and all the other reasons previously given, he's got his he's got his enemy on the wall. He fucking runs this empire. He's got droids. He's got fucking hookers. He's got a rancor monster. You know, all right. He's, he's Jabba the fucking hut. He is Jabba the fucking hut, and he is lame. Oh, he had his fr- 
He's, he's a Lucas character. Fuck that. He's Lucas. Dude, and, it took three midgets to work his tail. Right, right. That <laughs> That's the what Hutt. she said. What about the job of the Hutt from episode four? That job of the Hutt sucked balls. And the episode hey, and job of the Hutt in episode one. What, and that job of the Hutt might have even been female because there was Gorilla the Hutt that was next to him. And the, apparently Hutts are, are, are dual sexual. I, fuck the Hutt. Fuck the Hutt in the ass. Well, if it had an ass. Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Rob? Wow. That's quite an argument. <laughs> but, Almost uh, yeah, I, I just think Jabba the Hutt's got way more panache than Kaiser Soze. Like Chad said, he's got the cool parties. He's got the dancing girl with the tentacles on her head. Uh, the rancor beast. You, you can't discount the rancor beast. Jabba the Hutt. I'm going with Jabba. Vote for Jabba. Mike? Uh, you know, I am going to go with Jabba the Hutt because Kaiser Soze's main main power, main strength is is his mind fuck. And uh Jedi mind tricks don't work on Jabba. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Paul? Well, the fact that a corpulent mossy gigantic slug was just referred to as having panache. I'm still <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around. <laughs> I mean, if there were an antithesis of panache, it would be Jabba the Hutt. But the fact that there actually is, in the Star Wars canon, a relative named Zorba the Hutt <laughs> loses it for him right there. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze gets a vote, but Jabba the Hutt is in the final. And we are on to our next battle. Mike, this one is yours. It is Grindel versus Michael Corleone. Wow. Um, Michael Corleone. No reason? <laughs> just because. Just because. We're almost at the final, and it's just because of Michael Corleone. Well, I've, I've voted for him every time. I'm running out of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you love Michael Corleone. All right. Paul? Well, I, I, I weighed in on a bunch of my Grendel rationale before with the... Uh, uh, I'm just bored, and he's just that much superior. I will echo Mike's statement that he went toe-to-toe with Batman, basically came out with a draw, founded basically a future society that lasted eh, 800 years or however those along those books went. Um, carved his own face into the Sphinx in the Batman story. Uh, cool mask. And what was my final thing from our Grendel there? Uh, more territory than Michael. Michael got his hands dirty once. Grendel mm. did it himself from the ground on up. Uh, more blood dripping on his, uh, his little devil's fork thing than Michael's uh, gun that he grabbed instead of the cannoli in the restroom. Grendel takes Michael Corleone. All right. Grendel gets a vote. Chad. I was going to go Michael Corleone, uh, but Paul totally convinced me right there. So uh, I have to say, Grendel, that you are quite a spokesman, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And uh, you know why it was a draw with Batman? It was in the fucking Grendel book, right? Or it's Batman Grendel written by Mac w- Matt Matt Wagner who created the Grendel. Licensed by DC doesn't matter that's why it was a draw 
and that's why it's always going to be a draw because it was a battle because uh, the, the Grindel, sorry, no, Corleone, Corleone, Corleone. The Grindel doesn't exist if Michael Corleone doesn't exist, or if Vito Corleone doesn't exist. Uh, Corleone. It's all Corleone, time. Corleone was in Godfather 3. What? Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Doesn't matter. Grindel doesn't exist without those characters. And uh, it's all tied up. Coming down to you, Rob. Good Lord. I got a lot of responsibility on this one. Uh, wow. I, uh, I got to say that uh, Paul made some pretty compelling arguments there. And also, like, Grendel's like a Terminator in the future, which is awesome, too. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Grendel. Grendel into the finale. We've got our finale. It's all set up. It is Jabba the Hutt versus Grendel. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest crime lord ever or best crime boss, and it's Jabba the Hutt versus Grendel. And uh, I don't know. I haven't actually decided who goes first on this one. I'm going to flip a coin. Ding! And I'm going to start with Paul. Paul, who do you have? That was, that was fake. Yes, it was. <laughs> Cocksucker. Uh, <laughs> Indeed, Kagasaka. Well, uh, I, I, my my point of view has been made abundantly clear as we as we've gone through this battle. I don't know how I can uh, clarify it more. Uh, yeah, Jabba's a you know evil, vile gangster, but ultimately he got taken down by a couple people. He had a uh, a lizard monkey as a sidekick. Cool. <laughs> Cool to hang out with by the hookah pipe, but you know, ultimately, you know, kind of lame if that's it's your. Not, it's not a hookah pipe; it's a frog bong. Well, the, <laughs> cool to hang out with by the frog bong, but you know, ultimately, not all that badass. Uh, an army of pigmen and a guy with the uh, and a couple twilaks. He had the uh, he had the dancing twilak, and he had the uh, the ass kissing twilak. Grendel was the boss. No one questioned him. Everyone feared him. And uh, I don't think mind tricks were to work on either of them. So Grendel will prevail over Jabba. A vote for Grendel. Chad. Once again, Paul Kowalski is the most amazing spokesman and could sell me just about anything. But in my heart of hearts, I know Grendel is the baddest motherfucker I can't deny Jabba. What can I say? He's just everything about Jabba the Hutt, dude. Everything about him. When he gets choked and his tongue's all like sticking out, he's got the fucking bong. Everything. It's Jabba. It's all Jabba. Uh, Vote for Jabba. And uh, I I love how uh, Paul took everything that everybody else said that was great about Jabba the Hutt and turned it into a bad thing about Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) (laughs) Like every last thing. Like, yeah, that shit from Jabba, that sucked. That sucked too. <laughs> that sucked there. Hey, yeah, and by the way, he got taken out by a fucking droid who shot a goddamn lightsaber out of the top of his head. What, his people didn't check that shit out? What the fuck? Uh, Grindel. Also <laughs> makes Jabba so sweet. <laughs> and, and that's why I'm voting for Grindel. Rob? Um, yeah, I don't know. G- Grendel was never uh, spoofed by Mel Brooks. Uh the way Pizza the Hut was. Uh, but, you know, Paul has made some very compelling arguments, uh, both shaming me about my opinion of Jabba the Hut and <laughs> telling me to uh, maybe pick up a Grendel comic someday. So I'm going to go with Grendel. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tip to Paul Kowalski on that and, and, and choose Grendel. And Mike. Uh, well, Grendel has already won, right? Maybe. Well, I might change yes. my vote. I just have to say a couple of things here. Everything that Paul has said about Grendel is correct. Uh, Jabba, for all his coolness, has been significantly diminished by all of the Star Wars movies released after 1983. But he's Jabba the Hutt. Grendel is a human. Jabba is the hut. <laughs> he also has had more action figures, and he's got a pretty cool band. <laughs> That's all I got for Jabba. I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm yeah. still voting for Jabba, but... <laughs> so what, what would you do if I was like, you know what? You're right, and I vote for Jabba right now. Uh, I'd be surprised. Yeah, you're right. I'm not the because that wasn't a very good argument, but it's all I got. I, I thought it was perfect. I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> he right. is you're... the hut. I mean, yeah, that, that much you got to give him. You are right. It's not a very good argument. Just like most of Star Wars stuff, it's not very good. But uh, you know, it's what we got. Uh, but Grindel is the winner. Did Yay! not see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Huh? How huh. the hell did that happen? Jesus. I broke I broke out my inner Abraham Lincoln for that bad boy. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I was about to play the Jabba Jabba V Hut needed V Boba Fett to get his business handled. And Boba Fett is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. But Grindle wins. Uh I yeah. like to thank everybody for listening. I like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they would like to plug Paul? You know, if if it hasn't been clear enough, I think I would advise folks, pick up a Grendel comic book from here or there. <laughs> it's worth your time. Worth your time. Chad? Do I have anything to plug? Yeah. Um, I'd like to plug me at Mania.com, and I'd like to plug Rob's comic book in advance. What? Awesome. <laughs> uh, Rob, do you have anything to plug? No? Okay, then. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Chad. Yes. Uh, please seek out Scratch 9 at your local comic shop or on the Comics Plus app on, on iPad. Uh, go to scratch9.com for details. And also, if you're into the ebooks, check out airtofire.com for my two uh, junior novels that are now available on Amazon Kindle and Nook. And if I'm not mistaken, Scratch 9 is an all ages book about a, uh, a kitty cat. Yes? Yes, yeah, Scratch Nine is an all ages book about a cat who can summon any of his nine lives to help him out in a jam, and it's a lot of fun. So pick it up, you'll like it. Cool beans. I would like to thank Trekcast, if it ever comes back on, for airing my crazy trivia. Mania.com for having an awesome geek site. For all things Trek, look no further than Subspace Communique. And of course, Jared Formby for having the pimped out intros that he creates. I love it when he does that. Mike? You can find me uh, every week. On the Zod Complex podcast with uh, Mr. Chad Durdowski. Uh, you can Ding. find us at zodcomplex.com. Uh, you can find us here at Geek Fights at geekfights.net. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're Geek Fights. You can email us at geekfights at gmail.com. You can become a fan on Facebook. Just look for Geek Fights. But uh, definitely, everybody, check out our website. We've got a list of upcoming 
battles. We'd uh, like to hear which ones you'd like to see. If you've got suggestions, let us know. If you want to join in on any of them, we've had plenty of our listeners on the show, and we want to get more. Uh, Damon? Yeah, if, if you'd like to join us, it's really easy. All it takes is a headset and Skype to join the Legion of Geeks! Our upcoming battles are the best Simpsons character of all time, not including the family. I believe Chuck came up with that. I'm not exactly sure. And after that, we are doing best Arnold Schwarzenegger quote and movie. It's going to be a a mini half episode, but not like the one we did last week. That's a a Jared idea that he said as a joke, and we were like, that's fucking awesome. So we're going to do that, too. Uh... If you uh, see us on iTunes, please review us. Please say, hey, this show is great or this show sucks. We don't really care either way. Yeah, finally people are reviewing us. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, what is this? Cherry B. Disc Clan was actually our first review. I don't know who that is. Thank you for that. And <laughs> The Fixer 3000, uh, he's in Brooklyn. Yeah, The Fixer. Actually, send us an email or something. We, I want you on the show. You're awesome. With and, uh, a name like that, he he might have won this uh, bracket too. He, he might have won I'm, this. I'm changing my vote right now. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Picture the hut. <laughs> keep fighting and keep fighting. Good night. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year, storm many men's souls. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Me, damn sure, the pilot washed his hands and sealed his fate. back in a second. All right. Call Paul. Hey, what's up? What's up? Nothing. I was just pooping. Wow. Ah, Me too. Wow. (laughs) Didn't need to know that. I was ready to go, and then I was like, shit, I'm I'm not going to make it to this podcast if I don't go poop right now, so I had to go poop. So now I'm cool, though. There's always a break. Yeah, there's always a break, but there was no way. I had to. (laughs) <laughs> Take a shot in the abdomen when you got a full O, and that's dangerous. Exactly. And you never know. I mean, sometimes the arguments here are like a shot to the abdomen. So. I really do hope Mike hit the record button before he walked away. <laughs> <laughs>